Hi guys, welcome back to Candidates. I'm Noor. And I'm Carlin. The election is fast approaching, guys. I know, we've hit the teens just 19 days. It's time to start thinking about your voting plan so you're all prepared when you go to the polls. On today's episode, we're going to tell you how to prep for election day. Coming up with a clear-cut plan will maximize efficiency. This is especially important in our COVID-19 crisis. All citizens should try to keep a safe voting environment for themselves and each other. If you're still not old enough to vote, make sure to relay these tips to the adults around you. There's always something you can do, even if you're not yet 18. Make sure that before November 3rd, your parents or family members or friends have their plans solidified and ready to go. By now, you should have registered to vote. Most deadlines are already up, and we're sure you've been on top of them. Just in case, confirm you registered to vote by using a source on the internet. We've linked one on our website for easy access. The next step is to make sure you know who you're voting for. We have several episodes already up on issues that may pertain to you, such as reproductive rights, healthcare, immigration, and more. But we recommend doing research on more specific topics, especially if you're a student. Voting should always be personal to your needs, as well as the needs of the people you care about. These officials are representing you, so choose them well. Know what each office you're voting for does, as well as what the candidate will do in the said office. Our website and description of our episodes also have several resources where you can further educate yourself. We strongly encourage you to do more research on your own by visiting candidate websites, watching interviews, and debates. Accessing a wide variety of resources will give you the most accurate information. The presidential and vice presidential debates are especially key as they discuss events that pertain to our present and future America. If you don't want to watch the whole thing, many YouTube channels, social media accounts, and websites offer a recap of the debate that you can skim through to get the highlights. Your next step should be to look up and note your specific state's voting regulations. This includes the time you can start voting, if you would be able to take time off to go vote, and whether or not you need to present photo identification. You should also be sure of where your polling place is, which will be specific to your address. A polling place lookup tool is also on our website under voting resources if you're not sure. Ensure that you have a way to get there, and if it's safe, try and give some neighbors a ride there as well. Inaccessible polling locations are often a huge part of voter suppression and why many voters don't turn out on election day. So we should all do our part to ensure that everyone has a chance to cast their vote. Make sure that if you're confused on anything, you clear it up before Election Day to keep the process as smooth as possible for yourself and for other voters. It's key to know your rights. Every state is, again, different, but according to the American Civil Liberties Union, many states have rules that say things like, if the polls close, you're still in line, it's still your right to be able to cast a vote. If you make a mistake on the ballot, poll workers are required to give you a new one. In addition, if you or a family member has a disability or can't speak English very well, they're allowed to bring along another family member or friend to assist them with the process. If this is the case for you, make sure you do more research as regulations can be state or even county specific. In several states, poll workers are authorized to provide extra assistance for first time voters. So if you're feeling nervous, you can always ask them for help. It's easy to get confused in the process as a lot of key components of voting aren't explicitly stated to the public. But there's a lot of resources available to you, so make sure you take advantage of those. Also, in the case of the COVID-19 pandemic, make sure you're masking up and bringing hand sanitizer, as well as keeping distance between other voters. Many sources anticipate long lines, and we know it's difficult, but just for your safety and others, keep that mask on and wash your hands afterwards. 
And if you're able to, vote in person early. While not all states offer early voting, you can check and see your state's deadlines and dates for doing so. This is a great way to beat the lines and to keep voting more COVID safe. So to recap, your plan should be step one, ensure you registered by confirming using an online resource. Step two, do your research into the issues that matter to you, as well as making sure you know exactly what you're voting for. Have a list ready of the candidates you're going to vote for. There's multiple resources available that you can access to do this, many of which are on our website, again, under voting resources. Step three, inform yourself of your state or county's regulations. Again, this is different everywhere, so all we can do is provide you with some resources and tell you what to look up. Make sure you know your polling locations, voting times, voting rights, whether or not you need to bring an ID, and the procedure if you have special needs such as a disability. And you're ready to vote. Again, safety is key. We're in an unusual situation, and this is a completely unusual election day. Everyone is a little bit confused as to how this is going to work, and no one is sure what the outcome is going to look like. But we can help and guide each other towards a smooth election result. That's all we have for you today. See you next time, just five days before the election. It's hard to believe the election is already almost here. But thanks for listening, guys. We hope we helped. This was Candidates. See you next time.